Welcome back to the Speedy Arrowcast. I'm your host, Dan Morin, and I am joined on this lovely program by two of my most well-read compatriots. <laughs> Mr. John Moltz is here. Uh, just call me a little bit of Swift. <laughs> I, I want to believe that's a Taylor Swift song. And yet, <laughs> uh, Guy English is also here. The presenting sponsor of the Speedy Arrowcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have, a, we have this, long running bits now. <laughs> the presenting sponsor of this PDR cast is this dead horse. <laughs> Bravo. Even uh, though we stand apart, I am still a bra- good man. Bravo. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take issue with that. I'm not sure <laughs> that you are. Okay. Uh, yeah, hey, here we are. We are in uh, the midst of season six. Uh, we are here to discuss episode two which is entitled Tribute. And uh, I think Guy is, by virtue of being the person who wrote the best notes, apparently, as hard as that might be to believe. I wrote the most notes. We'll yeah, let the readers quantity. be the judge. Quantity was the important distinguishing factor this time around. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so, you're up, buddy. Okay, so here's the summary. The news is all over Oliver Queen for being the Green Arrow. He flexed with a few witty remarks and a hat tip to how silly it would be to imagine putting Bruce Wayne in that costume. Meanwhile, the gang is spitballing ideas on how to get him off the hook or trying to figure out who leaked the photo. Uh, we meet Special Agent Watson, who is standing in Ollie's office, who warns Ollie and Quentin that uh, they're under investigation and kind of takes a bit of a crap on the uh, SPCD. Uh, SCPD. There you go. Deservedly yeah. so, because mm, uh, yeah. those gang of... Morons can't do anything. To be right. fair, their their headquarters <laughs> has been shot up at least six yeah, times. Yeah. Also, they, also, they're all dead. I mean, that seems a little. They do. I take that. I retract that. They, they yeah. also every time anyone steps out of the back door, they get murdered. So it's just not, it's not looking good for the SCPD. Anyway, uh, Ollie has an initiative to bring a Markovian industrial plant to Star City. Uh, it seems kind of sketchy right away because. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do that, but hey, you know, <laughs> politics is a dirty game, and he's got to go with what he's got to go with. Uh, bang, bang, bang. Everybody's attacked by an army of gangsters, and our old panel Anatoly shows up to kidnap the Markovian CEO. Uh, Diggle and Dinah continue to discuss his performance issues, because <laughs> Diggle... Diggle ain't shooting straight. Um, <laughs> wow, there was just, there was so much innuendo in that sentence. <laughs> oh, yeah. Huh. That's weird. I didn't write it like yeah. that. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Once the so Geek much, Squad so much finds a family out, show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, once the Greek, Greek, uh, once the Greek, wow. Once the Geek Squad finds out where Anatoly is keeping the hostages, the uh, team springs into action and they fight, 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 and Ollie sets a guy on fire. They fight, 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 and then Diggle can't stop the shakes uh, while aiming his gun. Fight, 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 and they uh, free the <laughs> hostages, except for the last one, the CEO, who is missing. Uh, there is a terrific scene that I want to talk about more after, uh, where Renee and Quentin meet with uh, Special Agent Watson, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she's sharp as attack, and she's on all over the weirdness of them and the weirdness of uh, how William's mother Mm-hmm. as in a car crash that left no car or anything <laughs> like anyway she she seems sharp she's good she's a good foil uh, like I, I hesitate to call her a villain because she's obviously on the side of the angels here well she's on the side of the law here at least yeah uh anyway uh anatoly calls uh, to tell ollie that he's been exiled and that he's got the ceo hostage and he wants uh oliver to deliver the ransom so that he so that Anatoly no longer has to look weak to his uh, Bradva buddies. Uh, by the look on the video that he sent, the, the CEO is poisoned. Um, and we get to visit my favorite doctor, and she mm-hmm. gives them the cure. Uh, but also she kind of lets on that uh, she knows that Diggle is in a bad way. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, yeah, true. yeah we, can, we can talk about that later. <laughs> Yeah. But it's yeah. like, well, I know. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Dinah confronts Diggle, and he finally admits that he's damaged. He took some shrapnel, and he has degenerative nerve damage. Uh, we'll revisit this, because that's interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. In another terrific scene, Vinay uh, informs Ollie that uh, William will be questioned by the FBI. They have a heart-to-heart about parenting, the value of white lies, and how William is right, and how can Ollie sort of square that. Bleep bloop, Ollie's phone goes off, and that's the action cue. 
And the <laughs> level that we're on right now is an abandoned shipping yard, and the mission is to grab the CEO. So they fight, fight, fight. Then it gets grabbed, and uh, Diggle can't stop shaking his gun, so he can't save her, but she breaks free and uh, beats the guy up, but uh, Diggle is, remains rattled. Fight, fight, fight. Ollie finds out Anatoly, Anatoly with the CEO, shoots the CEO with an arrow, leading to one of my favorite lines. I do not think you understand how this whole rescue thing works. <laughs> uh, but then Anatoly just kills the CEO anyway. Then they have a pretty great little discussion. We were friends, yes, but I see how you treat your friends. Well, he kind of gets a little bit butthurt because he's kind of whiny, but it's true. He's a jerk. Uh, Anatoly has a great speech. Uh, basically goes, I am an honorable man. Did I have a bomb planted at your, scum, at your son's school? Did I have him kidnapped, tortured? No, because even though we stand apart, I am still a good man. I wonder what would happen if William ran afoul of someone who is not good. <laughs> anyway, Anatoly drops that truth bomb and uh, just <laughs> saunters off because Ollie can't shoot him. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, Mayor Oliver Queen shows up to talk to Agent Watson. Uh, she tells her he's open to investigation, but his son is off limits. And kind of with a vague threat, he says, if I am the man you think I am, uh, how far do you think I would go to keep my son from being questioned by the FBI? And as on cue, uh, the news reports that the photo of Ollie as the Green Arrow was a fake. Uh, the Geek Squad agreed to team up <laughs> as a software company. Who I don't know what their resume reads like, but I think I've got three check boxes that we can check off later. Uh, <laughs> four, 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 probably four. Uh, Diggle yeah. admits to Dinah that he's compromised. And he's sorry, and he'll go tell Oliver. Oliver comes to Diggle in the cave in front of the Green Arrow suit, tells Diggle he's made a promise to William, and asks him to wear the suit for him. Uh, Star City needs a Green Arrow, and Ollie wants it to be Diggle. They shake hands and agree. Ollie hasn't even thought about Diggle's own wife and child because Ollie was and remains a dick. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It, that's a good point. Yeah. And it was a point that was brought up in one of the reviews I was reading. Um, although, I mean, that's definitely not ideal situation. That said, you know, there are at least that is a family with two parents, whereas Oliver is right. a single parent. So I think yeah, that's the only way you can get away with this. Diggle's out in the field anyway, already having agreed to the risks. Like, well, and it's, you know, it's iffy. You this know? is a big question too, because like I think what we're being set up for here is, you know, Dig was going to reveal his problems to Oliver, uh, mm-hmm. prompted by Dinah, and now that he's been asked to do this, he's you know presumably right. not. So <laughs> secrets, yeah. That well, that I yeah. mean, you know, there are people asking questions about like, well, maybe. You know the nerve damage won't affect him shooting people yeah, with I arrows. I was wondering. Yeah, like, I'll be interested no. to see how they. I don't how think they, that's which how nerve damage works. <laughs> no, no, and I don't think a wound, like getting wounded, does not give you degenerative nerve damage. I don't, as far as I, I, I know, think that's but a thing. I well, think that's like a no. condition. That's like a that's like a disease or a, a genetic condition. They haven't. Yeah. They haven't like, I feel like they. High, well, I mean, I guess they said it was shrapnel. I was wondering if there was another shoe left to drop there in terms of what had caused that, but. I mean, I don't know. I don't Maybe, know. Maybe I mean, we're not doctors. Some, some weird <laughs> yeah, yeah. crap inside his bloodstream, or it could be, hey, you've got to take it easy and never exercise yourself again. Yeah, yeah for I like don't know. like eight months, a year, twenty, like however long it takes, and he's just not done it. Yeah. So he's he's making itself he's making it worse for himself. Right. Either he would have to retire, essentially. I'd yeah, guess. he would have to be taken off the board for. God but that's not long. that's not degenerative. That's that's your aggravating no, condition. But yeah. it's. It's close, and that every time he does it, it may, he exasperates it. Yeah, yeah. And he refuses well, to stop. It's not so exactly. Yeah, it's not like. Yeah. <laughs> that's not even the worst. That's not even the worst technical thing that they. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that no, they said no. in this in this episode. Do I jump but right the into the, the, we're the talking about the doctor. Yeah. Anyway, wait. So yeah. we've got the B plot. Because mm. I skipped all of uh, the bit about William. William gets beaten up at oh, school. Yeah. Ollie tries yeah. to confront him. Ollie tries to teach him to punch back. Find the biggest kid and punch him in the nose. Ollie is teaching his kid to watch prison movies, I guess. Uh, William is angry that Ollie keeps leaving him. He's worried that Ollie won't come back one time. Sort of rational. A little bit weird because I've never got the idea that William particularly cares for Ollie. But sure. Right. Uh, Ollie lies and promises he'll always come back. Uh, this is all getting into mix with the, with the rest of the show. Uh, Ollie visits William in his room and then uh, apologizes for making a promise he can't uh, keep. 
this is after he's talked to uh yeah uh with regards to getting murdered he's kind of not 100% sure he can promise that uh tells william he's he's found a way to honor his promise which is foreshadowing the diggle bit uh and he promises he'll do his best to be the best father he can be which is nice uh, and then they play a video game. I do like, I, I had in my notes <laughs> since it was fresh in my memory that this was definitely better. He talks about losing his parents, even though he's older. And yeah. I thought like, this is a better talk than when Tommy gave that heart to heart to that kid. Oh yeah. <laughs> season yeah. One yeah. Few, when we watched a few oh, weeks God. back where it was like, that should have been a better talk. Um, but right. this one I felt yeah. like actually kind of, kind of landed for me. It, it worked. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Completely. Yeah, totally. Yeah. In fairness, Tommy had to get that done in like two sentences in an episode that was jam packed with awesome. Fair, fair. But, yeah. Hey, kid, Still. my parents died. You can be buds. You know, my kid, my parents died once. <laughs> Here's my card. So, uh, the, uh, so anyway, the doctor thing. The um, yeah, it's like she's for someone who treats uh, Star City's superheroes, she's a little loose with uh, doctor patient confidentiality. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, how yeah. are you doing? Yeah, yeah. How's yeah, right. that terrible? Still taking those all those pain meds I How's gave you? That terrible pain. <laughs> are you still in terrible pain? She's like, I've only got five. I've only got like a like a five minute scene here. Okay, I need to I need to pack a lot of stuff in. I'm multitasking. Right. I have to think that. I don't know why I'm going to headcanon her. I just like her. But yeah, I like her too. But. If if a bunch of goofballs show up being superheroes and she's patching them up and keeping quiet, <laughs> I have to think that at least in her head, she thinks they just tell each other everything. Yeah, that's fair. It could be. Like, I don't know. You're all breaking the law together. So you know what? We're not going to. Yeah, right. The normal bounds of doctor-patient confidentiality clearly don't apply here. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm delivering feel- a thing of antidote. To the deputy mayor and his assistant. Yeah. Like, if I was putting my career on the line, I would at least like to headcanon it that these people knew what they were doing and weren't, weren't being goofballs to each other. You know? Like, I would at least like to pretend that this is a crack team of professionals that are on top of the case. If she knew the truth, I don't think she'd be helping them out. That's... <laughs> Well, I mean, she does at least know some of the truth, right? Because she knows who Oliver is, right? Yeah. She knows his yeah. identity. Yeah, so right. she, she knows he's a goofball. She knows he's yeah, the but she mayor. Never, she never attends one of their book clubs in the cave and <laughs> sees them bickering about dumb stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I want to comment on my favorite scene in this episode, which is very early on and, and sort of spawns the C plot, which is Curtis wondering what everybody else does for money. <laughs> Um, yes which i love that bit. i thought was yeah. about time we have talked about that for a while now yeah uh and of course like he brings up diggle which i think is great because we're all like yeah what does diggle do for the rest of the time and <laughs> i they, like the one that that's the most easily explained one well he's married yes. to the director of argus yeah they're doing okay oh, yeah yeah of course she makes a crap ton of money right right uh and that i guess that's exactly the kind of person you want to pay a lot of money to so that there's no question that they're going to get bribed right sure yeah so i mean that's nice we know that um you know renee and quentin have jobs dinah has a job um yeah i i enjoy it. like this this was interesting too because there was a supergirl episode the other week where somebody uh wondered if supergirl had a job uh and so i thought that was a nice uh a nice connection there where uh you know the, like the idea that like yeah superheroing doesn't exactly pay the bills Maybe it's the girl that looks exactly like her. <laughs> ah, she wears glasses. Except totally with her hair down and without glasses. Um, but I mean, I, I'm, we get the acknowledgement that like Felicity's payments for Palmer are running out, which I'm a little surprised at because I feel like she essentially owned the company, right? Uh, yeah. She, but so did she get... She got forced out as CEO. He signed the right? shares, or well, Ray. There was a whole thing where Ray like signed the company over to her back in season three. Like, yeah, but that's leaves. just moving the CEO. Yeah, but what? you can't even. You we decided at the time that that was not. Yeah, fun. Right, that right. was let's, not yeah, possible. Anyway. Don't, let's, the, it's a losing game to try and. No, this is my <laughs> favorite. Really, hole. like <laughs> find a detailed explanation here. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got you know we got more coherent legends. Fair. 
Uh, I like we've your... got sequel. We've got sequel and Java to program. <laughs> <laughs> Those are both things that one can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? That didn't seem weird. SQL and Java is like, yeah, I could see enterprise people using that all the time. That's not a weird combo. I mean, and no, it's not a weird combo, but it's like the, it's a little he, name Then dropping. he says, and some Swift, and it's like, <laughs> I'm starting to really kind of wonder what the heck he's actually doing. Oh, down on the layer? Probably, yeah. honestly, databases with an iOS front end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And Felicity it did just Python. seem like they were. So, he, oh, and then, but the other thing is, like, you know, he makes those T spheres. I mean, I figure he, his real expertise has got to be in something that's a little bit like more low level. Elect- yeah, yeah, electrical yeah. or something like that. Engineering. <laughs> Runs it. He's a polymath. <laughs> he knows a, he knows a lot of stuff. Yeah, I don't think yeah. like the you know Javan sequel or yeah. I, I don't think you're. I've done those. Like, yeah, I, like I'm trying to say that like he is clearly a genius, and sequel and Java are child's play more entry level positions yeah. than a guy that can get a t-sphere right know? i mean right. And obviously yeah, yeah. he's not taking on full-time work in his side right like he's trying no, to no, find that's something what, that's what I, I take it to be like yeah he's you know writing stuff on the side that can do cute stuff but not really you know he's not changing the world he's not making the next palmer tech yeah he's he's doing pickup jobs that he can do you know while he's not busting heads with his balls of steel <laughs> i have really liked by the way the t-spheres this year um yeah i feel like this that's that's exactly the right role for him as mr terrific i've really enjoyed yeah. like basically throwing them at people and knocking them out or using them to defuse yeah. missiles or whatever like yeah. that seems really cool yeah they're pretty hilarious like he doesn't yeah they've managed to kind of keep them within the realm of the, the powers on the show and then mostly he kind of seems to throw them at people and hit them in the head with them. And then they come well, back. Right? Like, I, would, I would like them to do a little bit more than act as boomerangs, but it's but it is it is good to see well, them like, see yeah. him using them as opposed to like in previous seasons he's just been getting beaten up. Yeah, I, I am sure when the plot requires it, he will use them for more than just boomerangs. Yeah, yeah. but it's like you, well, we had him defuse the missile. bomb spray, right? The missile in the first. <laughs> they got to be yeah. I would definitely have one T-sphere dedicated to just bomb spray. Well, they just blew Especially up. After, he, he, he just blew up that missile. I thought he reprogrammed, right? Or did he? Oh, did he? Yeah, he, I uh, he no, he yeah, got it to, got it to yeah. change course. That's right. Yeah, he had to get close enough for the Bluetooth connection to the missile. <laughs> <laughs> it really got to secure that. Tragic, thing. tragic flaw in the bomb design. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> an, an open, hackable Bluetooth connection. It's cute when you can tell it to fire from your AirPods, but you know. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a black market missile. They don't. They don't. That's you know, true. it's a little cobbled together. They're not going to check all the security stuff. You gotta be careful. Uh, that's true. Um, I liked your point guy about the uh, oliver making william basically watch prison movies because my no- the one of my few notes in there says oliver's bad parenting advice mm-hmm. uh which is not but to say that but it's, it's perfect right it is perfect, oh, yeah. i mean though. it makes exact sense for who he is yeah and yeah that is it Just was a good go up scene. to the biggest guy and punch him right in the nose i also yeah. i also loved in that scene the nice tip to the fact that william carries a flash backpack yep mm-hmm. which i think is great yeah. Uh, since we had and, uh, established a, a, a in the good past, friend of mine gave me that. Yes, yeah. We yeah. we also right. uh, we also established in the past that he was a big fan fan of the Flash. Right. Yeah. Um, not so much the Green Arrow. Not so much the Green Arrow. Which you know, well, probably less so now. Mm-hmm. Show enough. Because <laughs> he wait, he did change his mind. Like after Arrow saved him from Damian Dark, he was playing with an Arrow action figure. Yeah. Yeah. Kids right. been through a lot. <laughs> well, now that you know, all he got his mom all blowed up. Probably, probably not a big fan. So we we have some ongoing questions introduced in this episode. Chief among them, who leaked the photo of Oliver, right. the doctored photo, which would I, I got my guess, but I'm curious to see if yours meshes well, with more, mine. More quiet, yes, I agree. But more quietly, Channel Fifty Two seems to be getting a lot of anonymous tips. Yes, also true. Mm-hmm. And somehow our team got in that back channel too, but. Maybe they faked the barcode. They just installed Signal thing. and sent them a text. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, I, I found you that interesting. To... Like, the, like the way that... Because they called out the fact that nobody had delivered it to them. Right. And it was somebody inside the channel. Yes. Although that yeah. meshes with my theory, uh, which I think it's Helix. Yeah. Yeah. 
that was, uh, that was my and, guess too. And that, I, yeah. I think the suggestion is like, oh, they're so good. You know, they're hackers, right? So they made it look like it was coming from inside the station, which is kind of a red herring. That's my the- that's my theory, anyway. Yeah. Or they just but I, I think they there was some everywhere. Like, well, that's that's where it was going. It's like a yes, they hacked the barcode. Mm, B, they mm. actually had somebody basically just walk in there and drop it off in the mailbox. <laughs> True. Yeah. The question is, I mean, the other question is, what is their? We don't know what their motive is yet. Well, I know that. Here, call me clairvoyant, but I have a <laughs> Ms. feeling. Miss Voyant squad. Miss Ver. Thank you. <laughs> Um, the Geek Squad setting up their own software company. I'm sure that doesn't portend some sort of interaction with a shady hacker. Mm. Oh, company. Helix is going to buy them out. Uh, it's going to draw their attention. Aqua hire. Helix is going to hire them to do stuff that they're not really sure they know what they're doing, and it's going to end up being Helix. Well, they've already gone down that road with Felicity last year, though. Yeah. So she's, you feel like so she'd be for, she was forewarned, though, because they bur- she got burned. Why change your plan when it works? <laughs> Tune it over and Fair over point. again, expecting a different result. Yeah, that's right. No, they got the expecting the same result. A, yeah. It's like, that worked. Let's just do the same okay, thing. Sorry, that's the wrong analogy. The better analogy is fool me once. <laughs> Shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah, and the shame on me is where the plot goes, because those two goofballs got shamed twice, which is embarrassing. It is a little embarrassing. Yeah. But he gets to learn a lot of Swift, which I hear is an up-and-coming programming for (laughs) Apple platforms. Um, but we also have, we, so we have them out there still, but we have whoever the person is that, uh, revived Laurel. Yep. Also in the mix, which seems yeah. a little weird. Are we, just because, are we sure that he, she got revived? Yes. It sure looked like that to it me. It sure looked like it. She was she shot. Just, she was shot. She was lying there completely out at the very least. She may not have been dead, but She's she just like breathes real heavy. She comes and then to she gets right coaches, up. Right? Yeah. She gets right up. I mean, she didn't like, you know, get wheeled away on a gurney or something. She just I, gets I, up. The, the framing yeah. of that shot leads me to believe that she was resurrected through yeah non-scientific means right but i okay. I, and I don't think that's necessarily connected i mean i don't know we haven't seen any indication that helix has any involvement with either metahumans or um no magic or what have you so i feel like maybe there's a couple different factions at work here right yeah well that's usually the way right like we usually get uh like almost midway through the season we get a bit of a shift in the bad guy mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Uh, like yeah. Season two, we had. Yeah, uh, I think you're gonna have oh, a couple. Yeah. What's right. his name? Uh, Brother Blood. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, good old yeah. Brother Blood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> uh, I like the I like the angle on the FBI investigation um, because, as you said, like she's on the side of the law, and things look really bad when viewed from a like non-inside Star City point of view, right? Like. Yeah. She points out that he was cleared, but he was cleared by the person who is now his deputy mayor. Yeah, that's yeah. a big question mark right there. Uh, no pun intended for you, guy. Um, <laughs> and it's going to be the question. Don't worry about it. It's kind of, <laughs> of course, the, uh, the cover-up that the you pointed out was a really great angle that I hadn't even thought of, which is you still have to explain why this person, this person who was alive, what happened to them. Yep. So, I mean, there's a whole bunch. Like, why is Thea in the hospital? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Degenerative nerve disease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, catching. <laughs> was she in the car with, um, oh my God, this is how poorly they treated this character and how bad I am as a human being. Uh, Samantha. What is William's mother's name? Amanda. Samantha. Yeah. Samantha. God, see? I'm horrible. Right. Uh, was Thea supposed to be in the car with Samantha? <laughs> I, 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 don't think they, I don't think they've said that. Also, wasn't they haven't she, said they it, really? Yeah, this, again, had, last we had seen her legitimately, she had been like living in a different city under a different name, right? Yeah. So that's even weirder when you throw that in the mix. Like she suddenly, you know, she went off the grid and then showed up dead. <laughs> like <laughs> that's, I would, I would be suspicious. Yeah. Like the FBI has good reason to be here. Plus he's a mayor. Also, right? I, I like, particularly so like the actress portraying him. Agent Watson, she's great. She is good. I like her. I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I think she makes, like you said, I think she seems really smart and on top of things and not taking any BS, uh, and clearly yeah. has Ollie pegged. 
Um, but yeah. yeah, we'll see. I mean, I really. I mean, I think they I, they had run the clock, you know, run out the the whole um, Star City Police Department thing, so they had sure. to bring in somebody else basically because they 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 flipped. You know, they had they had Quentin on the arrow side or on the hood side, wherever for a while, and then suddenly he's searching for him again, and then they have this task force searching for him, and then they have like um, Captain Pike, whatever his name is, Lieutenant Pike, searching for him, and you know. And it's like if they had tried to do that again this year, it would have been really it kind would have of been annoying. rehashing um, old. I mean, I yeah, I think I, I you know I had a brief thought at some point that um, if it weren't if this were a slightly different universe, that Oliver could pull a Iron Man and just be like, yeah, yeah I'm mm-hmm. Green Arrow. What do you want to do about? Oh, it? I thought they still <laughs> thought they might do that, but. But they, I they, still they, think they might. They yeah. framed yeah, it so yeah. heavily as it being, you know, like a crime. You know, they, they're like right. putting it so squarely in that camp of like, you are a person who is taking the law into their own hands. And that's not like a charming vigilante thing. That is, yeah. you are a criminal. Uh, and so I don't think is. they could redeem yeah. that that way. But he is because he's got like a body count to him, right? Right. Like Iron Man at the end of the first movie mixed it up internationally, which... He can hand wave around somehow, you know, because he was attached to the military. Whatever. You can fake that. Yeah. You know. And he busted it up on his own property fighting his own suit, which is Stark technology, versus the Ironmonger's suit, which is Stark technology. So they're just yeah, having a friendly rivalry. And that was a self-defense. That was a self-defense situation. Well, there was a self-defense. I mean, it, where did they go? Out on the highway, and then eventually he blew up his own plant. Yeah. Like, it, it, at least it's... <laughs> It's containable yeah. in a way that's not like, oh, you spent five years running around putting arrows on people. That's right, right. You know, that's no good. You're you're clearly habitually doing this, right? Uh, but but I, I really like her, and I particularly like the scene uh, where Renee and Quentin were there. Just the shot, their shot, sort of below. They feel like it looks like they're in the principal's office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Both I, of them I, don't the really have any... really good, and there's the board behind them with all the yarn and the pictures. It's perfect. Neither of them have any good answers. <laughs> Renee's trying to be the cocky one, and and Quentin's trying to be like accommodating, kind of, while still trying to shut it all down. I, I just love that scene. It's so well shot. And those basically that scene and the scene with Renee and Oliver are probably two of my favorite scenes in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, it was Renee trying to make small talk is just. <laughs> I I you know what he's he, so good. He is he's he was the breakout character for me last year, and I've really continued yeah. to enjoy him so far this season. I really disliked him when he first appeared, and I can't get enough of him now. I mean, they did. An, I mean, that is to me that's always the mark of a great character. I remember a, a friend of mine complaining at one point that one of the problems with angel the tv show was that they take all these annoying characters and like just tried to make them good i was like no it's called character development like they all started off in these places where you found them annoying or irritating but they things happened to them and they changed as a result into you know more developed people and i think that's exactly what wesley's arc is amazing yeah yeah that show yeah yeah agreed i I love he goes goes from being this simpering whining british pompous ass to being this badass who ends up you know spoiler alert sacrificing himself to <laughs> save the save the cause you know save the world yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean yeah. exactly that's what you want to do that's quality character development right there so i feel like yeah. renee has gone through a similar yeah. shift where he started out being a person who was kind of um rough around the edges and you know had like serious anger problems but like they developed him through the course of the season into a character that had that we not only had sympathy for but also who turned out to you know he needed that right like he needed a support network which he did not have yeah right i agree i I also think it's uh it's a testament to the to the acting ability yes rick gonzalez is yeah is fantastic he is and also he kills it like the the chemistry between him and quentin was completely completely unexpected and perfect pitch perfect no, like they're so comfortable together it's yeah it's perfect it suits their characters and it just suits their acting ability he's comfortable yeah. with oliver too yep which i i found great like the way like he can sit down and talk about parenting with ollie which is weird because neither, neither of them are ollie's usually parents, so standoffish but, yeah. <laughs> but somehow renee is just so disarming because he's just renee 
Yeah. That it, that it works somehow, you know? Anyway, great character. Uh, Dinah, I think, also coming into her own. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I, I she, like she's how she's... Diggle's Diggle. I don't know. If yes. You yeah. Yeah. yeah kind of. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't, she's not, and she's not like being accommodating at all. <laughs> she is, she is fed up with this bull. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I think she'd be okay with it if it wasn't likely to get somebody on the team. Killed. Yeah. Right. Well, that's, and that's, that, that's the, her beef. It's like, I don't she's, care, no, she's but, completely correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, one of the reviews I was reading was calling her out for like the dynamic out for being weird, and I was like, I don't agree with that at all. I feel like it makes perfect sense if somebody you're trusting somebody to have your back in life and death situations. You know, right. you need to know they are, if not on their game, like you need to you need to be aware of what their limitations are. I, I completely agree. I mean, her background is that she's been a, like a deep undercover officer, like right. not not like I'm going to dress up for one night and go buy some weed from the guy in the corner. Like her boyfriend got murdered in front of her. She's very aware of being like a deep, uh, right, operative sort of thing. Uh, where you need to trust the people, like the very small group of people around you. Uh, and Diggle is similarly coming from a background of being in the military, where he, you know, you must trust everybody around you. So I feel that they can, while it, you know, the two uh, services are different they can at least speak that common language of like, look, we're a very small tight knit group and we need to be on the same page here. And if you're not being honest, one of us is going to die. And it's, if it's me screwing up, then you have to call me on it. And if it's you screwing up, then I'm going to call you on it because that's, that's how we make this stupid superhero team work. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Or we could just do, what we've done every other season and have secrets. That's cool too. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we're going to have some secrets. There's always going to be something. I mean, it's the pressure is going to yeah. be on now. If, if dig is sort of, you know, heir apparent to the green arrow mantle and Dinah knows this, uh, so then she's yeah. gonna, I feel like she's not the kind of person who necessarily is going to hold her tongue about it. So speaking of Iron Man, uh, I feel that this may be like a reverse demon in the bottle situation. Uh, demon <laughs> don't the, don't look that up on <laughs> on uh, Urban Dictionary, by the way. <laughs> reverse demon in the bottle situation. <laughs> I don't even. I had that didn't even now cross my mind. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Can we have a nope. musical interlude where nope. we all come back and we're just like shell shocked? Oh my god, that's awful. <laughs> um, anyway, Demon in the Bottle was the uh, the Iron Man story arc where Tony Stark basically starts drinking and uh, badly. Oh and right, right, right. When you're flying around as Iron Man, being drunk, yeah, no yeah. good. It's like being drunk, being a human, but uh, you get to blast stuff and, you mm-hmm. know. So he gives the suit to, um, to Rhodey, Jim Rhodes. Right. Uh, and Rhodey start, starts to learn how to be Iron Man. And I think, so when I say reverse demon in the bottle, I'm thinking like, we give a Green Arrow suit to um, basically Oliver's most trusted companion, Diggle. And then he starts drinking? No, he doesn't start drinking, but his degenerative... De- his, the secret of his degenerative nerve disease makes it, like, escalates the danger. Mm, right. Plus, I mean... Such yeah, that it drives, it drives a, like a wedge sort of between them, and it makes things different. It's the combination of him having degenerative nerve disease and being on painkillers that you feel like is probably really bad for somebody in that position. Oh, yeah. 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 And he... And, he went to confront his demon, basically, by, by telling Ollie that he's, no long, he's compromised and he's no longer capable of doing the job. Uh, and he got a promotion. Which must be depressing because he's, <laughs> well, yeah, it must be depressing for him because Ollie's been kind of defined for for the past five years, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of thing. Uh, and yeah, and instead, Ollie's like, look, I, I trust you more than anybody else. You're my right-hand man, and I can't do this, and I don't care about your family, so why don't you be the <laughs> we're kind of and low he, on he, other. We're kind of low on other options for, uh, for the Green Arrow at this point, though, right? Like, he could, I guess he could recruit, like, I was thinking you could get Renee to do it. Now, Renee's got a kid, too. He's also a single parent. 
Uh, hunt, down, Roy, hunt down man. Roy. Hunt down Roy. Yeah. They, except Roy like... is supposed to be dead because he was the arrow. So you can't. Which like, is perfect. I, that's another bite of the apple there. That's perfect. Really also, he's like Watson. a head shorter. Come on. <laughs> I really hope Agent Watson just gets to the point of like, that was the dumbest <laughs> thing. Like this, this poor kid. Boy, it had nothing to do with this. What happened? Because she doesn't even mention that they busted. Like, when they're talking about, oh, you got Clue to being the hood, they mention the polygraph. Right. Nobody brings up that in season four, they pointed the finger squarely at Roy. Right. Well, I wonder, mm-hmm. I think that's because Roy Harper is, is probably bound to make a re-entrance at some point. I um, hope so, but it doesn't make sense. Like, you got Clue to being the hood. First of all, anytime somebody says to me, do you want me to send you a copy of the polygraph? <laughs> that is the weakest sauce <laughs> Anybody could ever say. This is true. I have a copy of a polygraph view. No, I don't. I'm not interested. Thank you. <laughs> God knows, like, how easy should it be to forge a copy of a polygraph? I mean, <laughs> I guess the, a polygraph the idea is, not is that the police department would not be doing that. Place, Although so. she is, she is definitely accusing them of forging a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But here's the other thing. He is not a police detective anymore. He's right. the deputy mayor. He can't just send her a copy of the... Well, I mean, he could tell he the police... To, he at he least could tell the police be, department should, to do should it. Should I ask the police to send you? I, I think that was yeah, a shorthand. Right. I'm, I'm willing to overlook that. I'm not as concerned yeah, about that. Yeah. And I'm willing to believe that he also thinks that he is still in charge of the police and he's still a policeman. But that's a weird... You can't just say that. It doesn't make any sense. Especially to an FBI agent who hasn't had to watch this show for like five years. <laughs> <laughs> Like anybody sensible would be like, "What are you? What are you talking about? This is insane." I wonder if they do that. I wonder if the actors, like you know, if you get a, if you get a part on the show, you you go back and watch the whole thing. I, I feel would like so. some of them do, but, but I wonder if you need all that baggage, really. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so uh, I read a. I don't know if I read an interview, but sort of famously, Tom Welling, never uh, the guy who played uh, Clark Kent on Smallville, never read any Superman comics. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but well. he's not a comic book fan, and but his rationale was hilarious. It was, I don't want, uh, I don't want to read the story because what we're doing is something different, and I don't want that uh, sort of altering the my performance is, yeah. in any way. Yeah, right. Which is okay, fine. Maybe if you're like a master thespian taking on roles <laughs> unheard of to humankind, that you're just really inhabiting them. Come on, dude. You could maybe read a Superman comic. <laughs> yeah, I think you you put a put a nail in why uh why the Arrowverse is so much more successful than Smallville was. I feel like Smallville mm. ran ten years. It did run ten years. It. I'm not yeah. I'm not yeah. knocking that. And the, part the of only it. reason I'm mentioning that is he's back on uh, Lucifer. He is back on season. Lucifer. Yeah. yeah. Um, Otherwise, I just let let him rest. Do you think he read any please. Lucifer comics? <laughs> I really doubt it. That show that it. show yeah. bears basically no resemblance to the Lucifer comics anyways. No, no. And yet I enjoy it. It is an enjoyable show, I agree. But it yeah. is not... I was ready to hate it, but it's good. It's so. not even remotely connected to the comics other than the no. premise, and that's about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, we, do are, we know how many se- seasons they're expecting to do of this show? No, they're never. They're going to keep, <laughs> keep doing it as long as it makes money, John. <laughs> okay, good. I think they expected one, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, and he, and here we are. I'm pretty sure they phoned in season four because they're like, oh, "Are you kidding me? We have to do another <laughs> we one of nothing these." Nothing planned for this. <laughs> and yeah, and season five, they were like, "Oh my god, we actually made it." I mean, we, when, we stumbled through it, and we actually got it done. When you Let's make, make when, a good you, when you spawned three spinoffs that are all pretty popular, I feel like the answer yeah. is you keep your show going as long as possible. I mean. Supernatural guy still going. <laughs> I know. Yeah, really. It won't stop. It won't stop. Uh, it can't but, stop. But you know, Star Trek Star Trek the Next Generation only ran for seven. Seven. Yep. Yeah. That uh, seemed like DS9, a long time. Seven but... Voyagers, seven. Yeah. I mean, I could have dealt with more though. I mean, if they had if they had kept I mean, I, I don't know. Some of the episodes in the last season were a little, but well, I mean, anything after seven years, six or seven years is it's tough to sustain that degree of creativity when you've not only for coming up with ideas but also i think for just 
beats that you haven't done before right like right right and and you know honestly yeah. i'm gonna be honest i love supernatural but part of what makes that show work is it's kind of just the same beats over and over again it's the same in story like over different and over. ways yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they do it, not it try really to push is. the envelope that much they just try to throw new and different complications but it's essentially the same conflict yeah, yeah. and i just bought yeah. the first season uh, the first episode of uh Season eighteen twenty six four eight one two point six today or last night, uh, I and I started watching it and I'm like I don't know what's going on but this feels really familiar. <laughs> but no, but I think Star Trek season seven uh, TNG seven, um, they knew it was the last season, so they just chose to do wacky stuff. Yeah, probably. Like they they had episodes for different characters that were just wack like. Yeah, uh, that's the season where uh, Beverly Crusher falls in love <laughs> with, a, let's with not, a candle. Let's not go there. With a candle. <laughs> let's not go there. Yeah, really. It's a bit of a weird one. Let's not go there. That is not a good. Serious episode. family television. It's not a good. Episode. Beverly Crusher's crushing on a candle <laughs> that her grandmother crushed on. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's a hand me down candle. It's a hand me down crush. These things. Um, these bit. things do happen. Um, anyway, anyway, uh, it, can we up- so Anatoly? <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, Anatoly. we talk. Oh yeah, we Anatoly. do have to talk about Anatoly. We have um, to talk about. It. Come yeah, on, been, we, so been, so FaceTime been keeping my powder dry. Yeah, I looked it up because I was curious, and the last time I believe we saw him was in episode eighteen of last season. Yes, uh, disbanded. When you guys told me you thought his story was wrapped up, and I was like, <laughs> I don't think so. I think he's going to come I back. Got, I, now I got to go back and listen to that because I don't. I, I don't. Know. That doesn't sound like me. You know what I love about this? <laughs> Sounds like Dan, but it doesn't sound like me. <laughs> I think Dan said it. And it's I, probably I me. Who cares? Me. Go back and listen to it. Why? Because this is a perfect way for me to steal another hour of your life. <laughs> you got to go back and listen to that episode now. <laughs> I might just. I might just speed read the, the transcript. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Stupid transcripts. <laughs> Play it um, 2x. Yeah. <laughs> Is that when, uh, you know how you, you, you can read much faster when the words just flash in front of you rather than you having to follow them down the line? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, it's called the Manchurian Candidate Method. <laughs> I think that's true. It is the Manchurian Method. Yeah. That's how our readers should digest our... Genius writing. masterpiece. Sorry, um, well, I, I didn't know what word it, you were going for. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it either of those. But yeah, so no, Anatoly's back, and he's a bad guy. Kind of. Yeah. But kind of a medium bad guy. Well, <laughs> because I mean, he's still he, a good Because he's still a good guy. He's not he didn't a go bad guy. Well, he basically tells Oliver, like, look, you, you never saw this because you were too naive. I, I, this is what I do. I have bad uh, accents, I'm, but I'm not honorable bad in that I'm not going to go after your son. And he didn't leak the paper, uh, the the photo to the to the news. He just took advantage of it. Yeah, I think that there is a. I mean, it, there is a direct follow on looking back to that episode eighteen. And it does appear after that, but this, that's sort of the main thread. That's the one where Oliver lets him steal a bunch of stuff in order, like as in exchange for right. helping him out, um, because he has no money because the Bratva don't respect him anymore. And so this is essentially a, a direct follow-on to that, right? Which is where he's still like, I need the money. I know you have the money. Uh, I'm going to do this in, in gangster fashion, but I'm not going to be, like, make it personal. Um, well, Ali screws him at the end of that one, though. Like, they yes. have a deal, and Ali yes. basically takes it back. And Alan Tully's like, look, uh, we're done. We're not brothers anymore. Yeah. We're, you know. Which should I'm have been a clue, him. right? At the very least, like... Well, it was for Guy, just not for us, Yeah, apparently, apparently Guy got it. We, I don't you know, know why I'm being such a jerk about that, but I do remember <laughs> feeling right at the time and then shot down. So, anyway, I'll have to go back and listen to it. But the, I'm definitely no, but the going back is, to listen to that. But, the, you know, that makes sense. It's like, look, you betrayed me. I, Anatoly's never let Ollie down, and Ollie kind of does this quite often, which is why that line about, oh, I've seen how you treat your friends. Yeah, lands and yeah. Ollie's like, no, no, that's not true. But I mean, as viewers, we know that to be true. <laughs> yeah, Ollie yeah. kind of screws his friends quite often. True. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I while 
please, dear readers, do not kidnap Marco. Well, you know what? Maybe you can kidnap a Markovian CEO. If you can if you find really one. feel you need to, find a Markovian CEO and kidnap them. <laughs> That's fine. In general, don't do it. But I don't think that Anatoly's going outside of his little fishbowl of evil here. He's following his code, right? Like, he is... Yeah. This is business, you know, and in business, he is kidnapping these people so he can get the money, and he doesn't get the money, so he kills them. I mean, it's not good or anything, but, like, it's not, he's not, like, like he said, he's not setting a bomb somewhere, he's not involving huge amounts yeah. of innocent civilians, um, and it you know, is he's a doing a business transaction man. from yeah. his perspective. And it is a Markovian businessman, and all we've got is that... Ollie says, these are legitimate businessmen, which I don't know if it's true. <laughs> you don't generally yeah. say that if there's actually a question about it. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. And, um, well, isn't, I mean, isn't Markovia supposed to be like a corrupt, you know, former totally Soviet corrupt. block? Yeah, yeah. We visited, yeah. yeah, we visited it before. Right. That's where right. Malcolm was hi- hiding out, I think. Oh, no, that's where the uh, Suicide Squad did their. Stuff. Right. They had it. Oh, that's yeah. where, um, that's was where, uh, Malcolm was we saw, was we also saw right. the uh, the general that uh, set up Diggle last season was making a deal with Markovian terrorists, mm. I believe. How bad must wages be in Star City for somebody from Markovia <laughs> to go start a plant there? Well, here's the thing that made me feel extra shady about this guy. Uh, he was like, well, if it turns out Oliver is the Green Arrow, we'll invest double. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's yeah that's again weird, not something that you yeah. say when you're doing a legitimate business deal uh, yeah no, like, that's yeah, yeah. just not a that's not how business works yeah. man that's weird and anatoly anatoly like a uh, pretty cold ending there for that guy um because he he's not going to be one-upped by oliver no. and he's going to make good on his on his threat and so he just plugs him in the back. I hate, I yeah. thought that was, I mean, totally consistent with his character. And it was nice yeah. to see, it's always, I like to see Oliver get, someone get the better of Oliver. Because mm-hmm. it avoids that whole right. trope where it's like, he's amazing and he can't do any wrong and he always wins. And right. you know what? Sometimes he doesn't. And in this case, no. you know, exactly. Anatoly knows exactly what he is dealing with, right? He has that scene where he, when he grabs the, uh, the guys out of the van um, yeah, I love that he Quentin. walks up to the passenger side where he knows Ollie is, yep. and he's like, "Oh, it looks like you, know, you want to punch me, right?" And Oliver, <laughs> like you're like, sitting there, yeah, I know you can't. You know, but... He's under a microscope, right? And like, so we know yeah. that Oliver could probably take him down if he really wanted to, but it might mean sacrificing other people and almost certainly yeah. revealing his identity. Oh yeah, like yeah. if he wanted to, he could probably take out half. Like, it, it would be a mess, but you feel that he could probably fight out. A, a bunch of them enough that the bus could get away, but there's no way he can do it without giving up his identity. Right. Yeah. And, he, and having just denied it, you know, that would yeah, essentially be committing exactly. political suicide. And and the fact that uh, Anatoly knows Oliver so well that he mm-hmm. knows Ollie can't kill him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And he just executes a man in front of him and then walks out. Yeah. It's like, and I think the reason that, that rubs Ollie that really makes it so that Ollie can't kill him is that um, he tells Oliver, like, like after he executes the CEO, that, um, no, this is who I've been all along. You just right. didn't want to see it. Right. Because he yeah. says even, uh, what's his name, Dolph Lundgren from last season. Gregor. Wouldn't have, Gregor wouldn't have done that. And he's like, yeah, yeah, he would have. I'm, I would have done. Yeah. It. I just he did. Done that a, he would have done that in a second. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Sorry, that's not. He says Gregor, but that's not Dolph Lundgren. It was the other guy. It was the guy who betrayed them. Oh, the, sorry. Oh, yeah, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, long Still. story short, he he nails him. It's like, yeah, this is. I, I've seen you skin a man alive. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to pull this card out of my pocket, but like, yeah, I really you, wish they hadn't done that episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. Well, at least that scene of that episode. But I mean, yeah, the, yeah, the, general, right. the general point is, it's like, who the hell are you kidding? Well, kidding it, it also casts a point. different... And you can't kill me because, you know, you can't. You can't bring yourself to kill me. It does cast a different light. ship together. Right. It does right. cast a different light on the flashbacks, which I like, because it's, you know, indicating that they're... Uh, we, we followed our hero through that, and like, like you said, at times we were ready to 
disregard things that got done that did not fit with our image of like this guy is on his redemption path right we know where he right. ends up so we are we are willing to to like let go a lot of the terrible things but it really casts it in a different light when you're reminded like no he was working with criminals for that entire time and even though they occasionally did things that were seemed good right we have a whole one where like they like steal medicine right like yeah okay they occasionally do things that seem to benefit more than just themselves but at the end of the day they are criminals who are in it for money and power mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm, yeah, I believe that. That's generally true of sort of bigger criminal enterprises, though, right? Well, maybe not bigger, but uh, they do some good works. Yeah, you're like, yeah, like gangsters yeah. building basketball parks, and you know, yeah. Like, I mean, it's uh, one of the reasons. It's one of the Italian reasons why Osama guy. bin Laden. That's why Osama yes. bin Laden was so popular. It was because he was giving a lot of money to yeah, people who needed yeah. it. Now, whether or not, I mean, I don't know enough about it, whether to not to know it's a, if that's honestly, God, I hate to use the word here, but uh, like an altruistic. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, well. Like, that's a horrible word to does, use. Does in, altruism in this kind of situation. exist? <laughs> well, or is it like total self-interest? Let's talk about that for the next hour. Is it totally self-interest <laughs> in, in that, like, if I assuage the population of their, their fears, they're they less likely to come after me? I don't know. But anyway, yeah, yeah. It, it is an interesting thing to touch on on this incredibly stupid TV show that we like to watch and talk about. Right. <laughs> there, there's an there's a, there's a interesting mind there. Uh, one thing I don't think we have talked about is uh, Bruce Wayne exists. Yeah. I, I, as news. I said earlier when we were talking about this, I like to pretend it is the Bruce Wayne from the show Gotham. Gotham? <laughs> He's just a kid? He's just a kid. I don't think... And, he, and ironically, he so. is dressing up and running around as a vigilante. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have to assume it can't, it can't be that Well, guy. so it's we've gotten... Be. We've previously gotten tips of the hat to the Bat universe, including, I think, the most... The biggest one being on Supergirl, they mentioned that that there's a vigilante in Gotham that superman yeah. teams up with sometimes yeah but that being a different earth right totally different yeah, earth yeah. although yeah, we know right, that yeah. the analogs of many characters do exist in both places yeah and we flat out right. i mean superman's a recurring character right yeah on, exactly on their show I, and, so, and yeah. as i theorized earlier i think this is somewhat of a a it seemed like for the first few seasons they were told very strictly to like keep certain elements of the dc universe off the show or any mention of them off the show so we got like very slight winks and nods here and there yeah i think um, we actually know that from interviews like they i don't think they've been too shy about oh we have to ask dc about who we can get sure and like i don't think anybody would suggest that we're going to see bruce wayne anytime soon um, i don't no. think so i don't know but i mean you know like, what it's not impossible season... though if we go on for 10 seasons yeah. you know they got to you got to start yeah. digging stuff out <laughs> right i'd like to see bruce wayne not a batman I would. I would also like to see Batman, but he's got to be like. Next level. <laughs> I don't want to see him. See, I just. I would I just, like to see Batman like come in. You know. I mean, you you could easily set up a um, a sort of uh, you know fight between the rivalry. two of them and and see Oliver get his, his ass really kicked. And I don't even want to see Batman. I just want to see like something dark envelop Oliver, and he shows up in the hospital. <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> I like the idea of Bruce Wayne showing up in Star City to discuss like a business deal for Wayne Enterprises yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, if, yeah. if he's yeah. like, we've been alluding to Ted Cord. Let's level up and just allude to Bruce Wayne. Right. Well, we do have. Right. Uh, I believe the Flash had a Wayne Tech uh, or Wayne yep. Enterprises thing in the from the first episode in that in the future newspaper. So yeah, yeah so once we're getting again, a little less touchy about this. Stuff oh, and as the movies, as the movies yeah. tank, I think is basically they've realized but they've, this they've universe suggested, is exceptionally popular. Yeah. They've already suggested that Oracle is real. Taken. That's true. Right. We've had taken, that as yeah. our yeah. Basically every so season we've get, had like a get, you, could, you could interpret that the the, the bat universe is is well developed there. Yeah, it's being sketched out by the negative space that they they refuse to touch on. They touch yeah, on the edges, exactly. Of it, but not the edges. Yeah. Where do you, I mean? Where do you yeah. think? Where do you think Huntress has been for the last several seasons? Yeah. Acting school. I don't kind of oh. don't want to know. Yeah. Acting school. <laughs> God, Sorry, we're awful. <laughs> that was un- that was unkind. <laughs> that wasn't kind. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it is cool that they they have expanded this universe to the point where we have superman and mentions of bruce wayne uh i feel like you know they have really realized that that the 
the film franchises have not capitalized on this and they can't possibly capitalize on it to the extent that you can with a TV show where you get, you know, at this point they're developing something probably close to a hundred hours of content a year in the DC universe, yeah. right? Cause you got four main shows. Plus we got black lightning coming in, which I'm, I don't, I think that might only be a half season order, but still that's about a hundred episodes in a year. Yeah. 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 So that's and that a lot one I don't of territory. think the first season is going to touch on our stuff. Well, They've the, said the, it's the, not a shared universe at this point. Universe. So it's another, yeah, it's another universe, right. but that's fine. Well, I mean, it's, it's also shooting down in Atlanta, but yeah. who knows, you know. And so, I mean, but we'll see. I mean, so was Supergirl was on CBS for that first year right. and they were not going to touch yeah. anything really. And, um, but right. it still ended up tying in because you know what? It's too big of a, like a juggernaut to steal from the other superhero universe to avoid well, what do you think what do you think Berlanti and i talk about when i have them tied up <laughs> like your, your fan fiction ideas <laughs> yes okay get that's this. what i talk can about you, it's batman you, so wait he spends the whole time talking about his family <laughs> how much he misses them <laughs> yes can, that's horrible can you ask him uh, so the button I wanted to see on this episode, and maybe you can kick him a few times until he goes back and re-edits it in, is um, I wanted just a shot of like giant screens in a cave with a with a a guy wearing a cape sitting in front of all of these monitors, dark-haired man, and a butler brings him uh, just a coffee or a glass of water or something or a tea maybe, and. Uh, all we hear this guy say is basically put his hand to his face. I can't believe this guy killed Rachel Ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> and the monitors are just full of Holly Quinn. Alfred, can you believe he's using a bow and yeah. arrow? He I just love, a the, idea. I love the idea of Bruce Wayne watching that news conference and being like, this yeah, idiot right. stumbled on my secret. How? Oh. It's not, yeah. <laughs> not possible. I got to go beat him up. <laughs> right. All right. He uh, totally, I mean, if he exists, he totally knows that he's. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Of that's course. Yeah. Like, There's no he's question. 10 miles he's got ahead. a dossier on right. him. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. Not only that, it, like, I'm willing to headcanon it in that, like, he's been operating for way longer, but he's just so much better that we don't hear about him on the news. Yeah, well, he's a, yeah, right. Like, all of the stuff he's that gets foiled, level. he just foiled it before it even hit the radar. Oliver's mm-hmm. got to wait until there's literally a nuclear missile, like... On a truck somewhere. Uh, yeah, <laughs> or not even, in the air. Let's go with trucks, because that's that kind of our, four? that's what we do. No, season four, season four, yes, I know, in the there's, air. There was, no, true. there was a missile this yeah. time, too, in the air. He is, he is <laughs> like, by the skin of his teeth. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Uh, Anyway, are there any any, any any last thoughts before we wrap up? Do you want to do do any ratings? Yeah, let's do our. Uh, yeah, I, I will give it a biff. Definitely, it's a biff. Yeah, it's a it is a three is a three biff three for three, three biffs. biffs. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I think we should. Uh, I mean, if anybody's tuning in for season six, it hadn't listened. Oh, that's right. We did uh, coin this in the off season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Uh, in season four, there were two characters. There was <laughs> Biff this guy Conklin, story. who we call Biff. Biff Conklin was a real character. Was, he's a real character, <laughs> but he was the long-suffering henchman on the island that did whatever Baron Ryder told him, and was uh, right onto Oliver. Did everything right. <laughs> told everybody to inform the command chain, and eventually ends up getting killed, despite being the best henchman you will ever, ever, ever see. Killed twice. Biff Conklin killed twice. Comes our back respect. at a ghost. And gets killed again. <laughs> he comes back as a ghost and that's then right. kills. That's how badass he is. Oh, and he appeared in season five. That's Biff Conklin. So great. On the other end of the spectrum, we have this guy Alex. Nobody cares. Is his last right. name? I, I don't know yeah. what nationality. Nobody cares. Is but there you go. Markovian. Uh, he dates, he's Markovian. Yeah, he's Markovian. Yeah, exactly. He dates. He's. Oliver's campaign manager, and he dates Thea, and he, I think he, he gets zombied. He, yeah, he wraps himself in a wet blanket, and the wet blanket is like, this is kind of wet and stuff, and I don't want to be wrapped around here. <laughs> he's just no fun. He's the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, he gets zombied and then killed by anarchy. Yeah. So he's the low end of our rating scale, and Biff is the high end. Mm-hmm. 
So when we say something is three bits, pretty good. It's good. It's, good. it's yeah. worth your time. Right. Yeah. I don't know time. why you would watch the first episode and not continue, but you know, if you didn't, you should know this one is also a Biff. Yeah. No, I mean, I th- I'm feeling two for pretty two. good. Yeah, two for two, as Maul said. I'm feeling yeah. pretty good coming out of the gate here. Yeah. Excellent. Well, that sounds great. We will uh, be back next time to talk about episode three, which is entitled Next of Kin. Nothing foreboding about that. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, until then, Guy English, thanks for being here. Uh, you may want to check out the uh, Legends of Tomorrow Writers Room tweet <laughs> L-O- at LOT Writers Room. They just say, legends never forget the important moments in history. And there's a photograph of a plaque on the wall that just says, on this spot in September 2005, Donald J. Trump bragged about committing sexual assault. <laughs> in November 2016, he was elected president of the United States. So I make fun of that show a lot. Props, props for that signage. <laughs> I was wondering if there was an end to that sentence. That is, I make fun well, of that I didn't know where to go with it. I didn't know where to go with it because I'm like, I, they're I on admire, the right. They're on the right side of history. I admire the guts on that. Yeah, they are literally. There you go. That's the perfect way to put it. Legends of tomorrow. Yeah. Our time traveling heroes are on the right side of history. And grading on a curve, I would give them. They've they've become most improved DC show. Yes, yes. Um, as opposed to the Flash, which is most. That. Just most deep-proofed. Unimproved. I hear Alex is showing up next episode. (laughs) Yeah, right. He's the new Flash. Uh, John Moltz, thanks for being here. Uh, I gotta go learn some Python. (laughs) (laughs) You guys want to start a business? Should we start a business? We'll talk about it off air. Uh, Thank you, readers, for tuning in, and we will see you next week.